0: Strong and get it. the birthplace of talk radio. I see all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was! Holy God! Oh my gosh!
1: Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah.
0: It's such a bizarre
1: world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. I
0: know. Why I won't drive no more? But can I please go home with your poo? This is Ed McMahon, and now he. Armstrong and get it. I was standing outside the door, the door saying, "I can't do it. I can't do it today." And Anson said, "Yes, you can. Do your job. There you go." Sometimes you need a pat on the back. Sometimes you need a foot in your hind. You ever have you sh- considered being good at your jobs? You ever show up to work and think, I just can't do this today. <laughs> I don't today have Today is not me. good for me. Eh, boy. <laughs> the problem, of course, is if you ever give in to that impulse, that would happen a lot. Well, it's called retiring. <laughs> Although,
1: sometimes people take a spirit day. I need a spirit day for my spirit.
0: Or a personal day. I personally hate being here. <clears throat> um live from studio c c senior dimly lit room deep within the bowels on a little friday and today we're under the tutelage of our general manager america's
1: police officers who now have to put up with so-called news networks whipping up anti-cop paint
0: yeah boy oh boy oh boy oh boy i um you know get tired of talking about these things but uh so I took in, I take in news on a variety of channels, and for whatever reason, last night I started on MSNBC, and so I got a particular view of what happened yesterday. Oh, boy. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just the way we're built, I guess, to just assume, okay, well, that's that's what happened, and, you know, I was ruminating on it. Then I switched over to Fox and got a completely different view with some pretty serious facts that were left out of the MSNBC coverage entirely. Yeah, indeed. Um, and uh, man, the fact that we, we we do this with our with our lives, uh, the siloing of information is not good. It's not not good. Nobody's going to win in this.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, over at the uh, horrific CNN, they've decided to be the channel of outrage. That's their latest uh, ploy, their tack to to get ratings. So they are the nothing but the whip you up into anger
0: channel. Is there anything we can do about these? Um, these shootings and the investigations where there's like a key piece of information that would change everything, that is often known fairly early, but because, you know, we're going to wait for the process, they hold it back. That doesn't work for the street, though, right? right? Is there anything we can do to get that information out, you know, before before the legend uh takes hold
1: well the problem is that the truth is just one version of events and it's got to compete in the marketplace of ideas and the the ground is much more fertile especially when you have the aid of the media for the outrageous untruths it's just they're easier to sell it's discouraging and it's terrible and it used to be that america's newsrooms they might have a political bent but they were full of people who felt personally responsible for communicating the truth it was a a serious ethical standard, and that's just gone.
0: So according to that grand jury and their evidence, and they're looking at videos and talking to witnesses and stuff like that, it was not a no-knock raid. Well, that was the entire premise of this entire story.
1: Right. Well, actually, there are a number of untruths being told, including some, um, would you say, on the right, on the pro-police side. And uh, I have an absolutely great uh, bit of information to share with you debunking some of those
0: untruths about okay, cool. the Breonna Taylor thing. Cool. Uh, when's uh, When do the baseball playoffs start? Like this weekend? Did I hear Sunday's last day of the season?
1: Does that sound right? To every, it's We're in the final week. I know that. National League, very exciting, as there are four teams that are essentially tied vying for last spot. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm sure you'd like me to name them. I know it includes the... October the
0: 5th, the, I believe, is the start of the, okay. the so playoffs.
1: we got a while. The uh, Giants of San Francisco, the
0: Reds of Cincinnati, I think the Milwaukee Brewers, and somebody else. The Giants can still make the playoffs? Oh, yeah. The yeah. Oakland A's are in. The Dodgers are in. The Yankees are in, which, of course, the networks love. Shua. Sure. The media loves. How are the
1: Bo Sox this year? I don't know. I've not really been uh, into it. Wicked pissa. I suppose uh, you, me, anybody in the audience could look it up immediately. Uh, if I cared uh, enough,
0: I wouldn't have my arms folded in front of me. I'd get out my phone and I'd Google it, but yeah. I don't care that I much. I don't either.
1: <laughs> when
0: they start, I'll look around and see who's Red in. Red Sox
1: fans know. I'll, anybody
0: who cares knows. I will root for uh, who's in when it happens. It's like me asking, what's the current temperature in Wichita?
1: I mean, <laughs> anybody in Wichita who wants to know that already does. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad to kick off the show. Oh, by the way, we're talking to Craig the Obamacare lawyer later, and I think that's important because what's gonna happen with Obamacare around the Supreme Court has become a huge talking point. The Republicans are gonna take away your health care, and- w- what's what's up for discussion and what isn't um is uh it needs to get nailed down, so stay tuned for that,
1: and I believe his take will shock you, yeah, no matter
0: what your politics
1: really, y- yeah, honestly. And it's it'll be just another great example of how awful our news media has become. Dang it. They don't have any idea what's going on. None. They know less about the upcoming uh, uh, Supreme Court case than I do about the Boston Red Sox current standings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael?
1: I'm doing good. I'm watching CNN in here, and a lot of the morning they've been... They've had that headline at the bottom of the screen. Trump
0: refuses, you know, to guarantee a uh, peaceful transfer of oh, yeah, power. That's the story of the, day, the, well. story of the day, obviously. Uh-huh. But, you know, Trump was in reality TV. And I was just thinking about this. If he loses the
1: election, would he be willing to chain himself to the Oval Office desk <laughs> and on live TV, you know, have people come in and have to cut him from the desk? Just or to maybe do- move into a different White House with a starlet and a rapper and a bodybuilder and a former pro ball player.
0: Now, I could just see him, though, poking at CNN one last time, you know, we will have to talk about that later because uh, Trump did say that. And that was it's definitely the story of the day on the left. It's its interesting. <laughs> like if Barack Obama had said that, I would thought, oh, my God, because he was a serious man who said serious things. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if when Trump says so th- things, I just, you know, he said so many things and then right. he never thinks about him again. I suppose, well, I don't suppose, I guarantee you should take it seriously if the sitting president says he's not committing to a peaceful transfer of power. Got to see what happens. Um, there is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Had an opportunity to play the good son yesterday as uh, my mom was having some some uh, printer troubles. It was sending her an error code and she couldn't oh, figure a way around printers. it. So I went over there, handled it, got a printer printing up, so there she could print go. all the stuff that she needed, and uh, yeah, it was it was fun to be useful for uh, for just a moment. <laughs> Fantastic! Helping other people is the only way to actually be happy, according to everyone, and it's true. <sighs> Why'd you groan? <laughs> but I don't wanna. What 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 about me and my needs? Busy watching the Red Sox right. trying to claw their way back or out or <laughs> something. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, we have so much stuff to get to today. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is why are printers so difficult? I just I don't understand why we haven't whipped that technology into shape. I think most of us have, honestly. No, no, no. They stop out of ink all the time. Out of paper (laughs) all the time. You gotta get the tank, the tank printer. Yeah, have you put How into, can you possibly say most of us have? Our printers are broken here all the time. There are repairmen here weekly. They're being serviced. Why do they need so much service? It's a scam of some sort. Okay, <laughs> there's got to be a reason why. It's a, this, this, certainly they could build a printer that would run for like a month with the, without anybody touching it, but they just haven't. Mm. It's a conspiracy. It is. You make money on the maintenance, I think. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this Thursday, September 24th, year 2020, we are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program.
1: Let's begin now. Officially, according to FCC, rules and regs in that within mark. Tuna fish, they can really rip it, right? And that hits you?
0: No, it's true. Bumblebee. Brand tuna. And you can throw that soccer. You can put a curve on it. You can do whatever the hell you want what <laughs> i don't know what that was about is there a longer version of that we're going to hear later yeah was that at a rally uh, i believe so yes, yes how long did he do the tuna fish bit uh that the the, the longer clip is about a minute or so a little less than a minute but, i can't uh, wait to hear it yeah, yeah. what well, is the story with tuna fish and we're now five days away from the most anticipated debate maybe ever in presidential history maybe ever wow uh how does mailbag
1: look Looks as good as a can of tuna. It's good. It's tuna. It's uh let's see, there's gotta be a bit here somewhere. Looks as right? good
0: as the Red Sox in playoff form as far as I can tell. Chicken
1: of the sea, how could you you throw a chicken, it'll drown. Um anyway
0: <laughs> <laughs> All this stuff that we mentioned is on the way. Our text line four one five two nine five KFTC.
1: The Armstrong and Getty
0: Show. Got another one of those videos where people are trying to eat dinner and uh, BLM slash Antifa slash somebody shows up and starts screaming at them and challenging them and that sort of stuff, which would be a horrifying experience. Trying to terrify you you into compliance, including threatening to fight some people who are diners. Uh, The Red Sox are DFL, by the way. Uh, to mm. bring you up to speed on that. Sorry to hear that. And uh, did is Dennis Eckersley having a tough year? And this, Bill Buckner. And this is not uh, highbrow, but uh, is Town Hall a legitimate news site? News it's site? it's, it's quite but, quite conservative, but yes. Did Jerry Nadler poop his pants on stage? Corey is the headline? Scott. It's the headline. I did not see that coming. I watched the video. Nor, I would neither did he. <laughs> Apparently not. I watched a video that I wouldn't have come to that conclusion on my own if somebody had put my my head, but being told that that's what happened, it looks like what happened. Great Scott. I realize that's pretty low low brow commentary. And you know, what he's an older man, it could happen to any of us. I don't think it could. (laughs) I'm completely distracted now. Mailbag. Maybe we should link the video. It'll take a while, but we'll get that video up there so you can determine for yourself what happened there.
1: I came in this morning ready to offer you the facts of the Breonna Taylor case
0: and argue constitutional principles.
1: Jack, on the other hand, was prepared with what you just heard. Terrible. Terrible. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day from Ludwig von Mises from uh, his uh, Human Action A Treatise on Economics. Socialism is an alternative to capitalism, as potassium cyanide is an alternative to water. You're here. It's poison, you see. Gotcha. Nice note from Brian. Always good to hear from Brian. Have you seen Rolling Stone's updated list of the top 500 albums of all time? Back in Black was ranked somewhere in the 80s. WTF. Sgt. Pepper dropped from number one to something like 25. And to no surprise, the updated list was much more woke. I would be curious to see what albums got kicked off the list, but not really interested enough to actually do anything about
0: it. Getting to our (laughs) Major League Baseball standings. And
1: the current temperature in Wichita. (laughs)
0: I'm pretty interested, but not enough to, like, do two movements with my thumb. Yeah. Um, I mean, back in the day, you know, I'd like to know, but I'm not going to go to the store and pick up a magazine or
1: whatever. That was one level of disinterest. Joe, not even willing to touch your phone a couple of times.
0: Yeah. So Rolling Stone's got its new list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. Joe challenged us all to come up with our own personal top tens.
1: It, it was a terrible
0: idea, and I regret
1: offering up the, uh, the thought.
0: Okay. All
1: right. We can do that later, though, since I requested everybody do that.
0: But I had considered putting Back in Black by ACDC in my top ten. Just oh, to, yeah. Just in terms of number of times I've listened to things. It was on my draft board, 100%. Yeah. Beach Boys moving up into the top five with Pet Sounds makes it more woke. I, I, what, how is the list more woke? That's one out of 500, Sean. I don't know. You know, I, I actually don't know. <laughs> Did you look at the list? Yes. I haven't, and I, just, I keep hearing that, but I actually don't know. Somebody would have to point that out. The me. number one album on there, which is a fine,
1: fine work of music, but I've never seen near the top before in my life. In any publication, and I've been obsessed with this stuff my entire life since I was six years old. Is Marvin Gaye's "What's mm. Going On," mm. which was all about racial protest and anti-war protest?
0: Um, uh, I, like you, have been looking at these lists since I was like ten, and I've never seen that even close to that high. It's a terrific, sure, piece of music. Body of work. I would like to hear the argument. Yeah, maybe they have a good argument.
1: Guys, you were chatting about ridiculous and obvious warnings that the government issues, specifically with trick-or-treating guidelines. One day on the job, I saw a five-gallon bucket with the deadly, serious, emboldened words, not to be used as a hard hat. (laughs) Take care.
0: That's Nathan. Thank you, lawyers.
1: Even as large as my noggin is, I've never even considered using a five-gallon bucket as a hard hat.
0: And if you do, you get what you deserve. All right. You'd have to cut
1: out eye holes for one thing, and then it's not a bucket anymore. It's kind of a sieve moving along. Uh, Fake news? Question mark. Uh, Let's see. This is Travis, who sent along a clip uh, uh, from uh, CBS News. The news reporter is wearing a bulletproof vest and face mask, but appears to be in front of a green screen. So I checked it out, and sure enough, CBS Evening News. The woman is acting as if she's there in Louisville in the midst of the protesters, but it has that unmistakable look of really good high quality production, but she's pretty clearly in front of a green screen pretending. Just wow. ridiculous. I mean, I'm not I can't tell you with 100% certainty that she is, but it sure as heck looks like it. Am writes, I'm a 27-year-old female. I've never had a Twitter account. Personally, it always seemed vapid, pointless, limited, and just petty. I used to refer to Twitter users as Twittering. mm, It's a slang term for a woman's privates, but don't tell anyone. Given the unprecedented times and the fact that for better or worse, somehow Twitter seems to be where news breaks, and it does, I set up a burner account last night. Just wanted to see the news have a way to navigate fully within the platform. In configuring my account, I gave no parameters, imported no contacts, and selected only, my only interests as U.S. News and World News. It suggested that I follow every Democratic politician known to man, including the Obamas, Clintons, AOC, Kamala, Biden, Pelosi, Sanders, and every liberal platform and group and celebrity to boot. Not until I had scrolled and scrolled and scrolled and scrolled did I come across the First Lady. And never was the POTUS suggested to me. How can that be? Well, how can it not, given the extreme bias of social media and tech companies anyway, Owen, too?
0: That's pretty interesting.
1: It is, indeed. Uh, let's see. Uh, Nate in Salt Lake City says, I've heard no discussion anywhere on the fact that while our population in the U.S. is 49% Protestant, there is not a single Protestant justice on the Supreme Court, nor are any of the uh, top prospects Protestant. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday, actually, Nate. You must have missed it. But, uh, yeah, everybody on the Supreme Court is either Catholic or Jewish, and... Um, I'm not a, as
0: I'm not as bothered by that as the of them all going to the same two universities. Right, exactly. And
1: until quite recently, yeah, it was all every single one of them was Harvard or Yale. They've loosened that
0: up a bit. And Ms. Uh, Coney Barrett was a uh, Notre Dame grad. Yeah, ACB right? will be a Notre Dame. Uh, the Brianna Taylor thing, Joe's going to nail it down for us, as he said. Armstrong and Getty.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. There's no doubt that this is a gut-wrenching, emotional case, and the pain that many people are feeling is understandable. But we do have a responsibility uh, to look at the facts as they are. The warrant was not served as a no-knock warrant. Mattingly and Cosgrove were justified in their use of force after having been fired upon... By Kenneth Walker, I urge everyone listening today to not lose sight of the fact that a life has been lost—a tragedy under any circumstances.
0: So that's the Attorney General yesterday there in Kentucky on the Brianna Taylor story that had been uh, riling people up for quite some time. Um, he's a black guy, by the way. I don't know that shouldn't play a role, but it does play some role in our politics. Well, he—he he mentioned it himself.
1: He's a he's a skin brother, not a kin brother. I heard some activists say. So, uh, we don't I don't know what all that means, but um, he's a Republican too, Jack. He spoke at the uh, the convention. You may recall. Oh yeah, Did a yeah. Beautiful job. He,
0: he was good at the convention. I'd forgotten yeah. about that.
1: So uh, it was interesting uh, in the commercial break, Sean and I were having a conversation about a piece of information that he got from a Washington Post reporter about the Brianna Taylor case and the no-knock warrant and the witness who heard the cops announce themselves and the other witnesses who didn't and the rest of it. And I said, where'd you get that? And he said, from Washington Post reporter XYZ, who's been covering crime for 20 years, blah, blah, blah. Turns out he got it from the activist lawyer I heard on CNN which together with MSNBC and most of the alphabet networks has decided to be the Let's Whip Up Outrage channel. Meanwhile, on the right, you have plenty of inaccurate, untrue, whip up the people on the other side stuff going on. Putin's fingerprints are all over half of what you see on social media about this case. This is the perfect case for Putin. And the misinformation is flying around like crazy. Candace Owens, who's an interesting person, we've hung out with her, we did an event with her, the rest of it, she tweeted, and I quote, idiot take, Breonna Taylor must have been shot because she was black, and not because her boyfriend was a career criminal drug dealer who fired at police first while she was standing behind him. Uh, That got 82,000 likes the last time I checked. Um, Her boyfriend who shot first at the police was not a drug dealer. He has no criminal record, and he says... I didn't hear the cops say it's the cops. I had no idea who's busting down my door, so I shot him. And I will tell you this: and cops know this. If if somebody is breaking into my house and I don't know who it is, I'm going to shoot them. Now, the second I realize it's the
0: cops, everything changes. I I live in the sort of neighborhood where, or I don't live in a neighborhood now, but when I've lived in neighborhoods, I've lived in neighborhoods where this sort of things, you know regularly happening with drug gangs or anything like that, I'd still be scared to death if somebody's pounding on the door and saying, open up, it's the police. I'd think, right. is it or isn't it? Or how do I figure this out? Right. And you, you, I'd just be thinking, what the hell do I do now? Can I look outside and see if you are clearly
1: police? And these guys were in plain clothes, too. Oh, so there's, there's, I would
0: be so freaked out. Even even in
1: a neighborhood where you know crazy stuff doesn't happen, I'd be weirded out. Right. And that is an under-discussed aspect of this case because everybody wants to go straight to the race thing.
0: Um, I would be scared to death if people were pounding on my door saying, open up police. Right. Oh my God. I'd go into pure, I'd, I'd do what Jerry, Jerry Nadler did on stage with Nancy Pelosi. yesterday. Right. Yeah. Allegedly pooped his pants. We're going to take a look at the video coming up. We are. (laughs) Yes.
1: Um, hmm, something to look forward to. Um, at any rate, the, uh, the courier, the Louisville courier journal did a big article. On debunking eight widely shared rumors in the Brianna Taylor police shooting, and I think you might find this interesting, especially mm-hmm. if you've heard any of these uh, these um, uh, rumors uh, and and distortions and all uh, on the internet. So I it starts with the facts: what happened at Brianna Taylor's apartment, and it uh, is very thorough and seems very even handed to me. Um, and, and describes, you know, minute second by second what happened as far as they could tell. Uh, Tucker Carlson, who is trying to be very pro-police, actually got something wrong last night saying that uh, Ms. Taylor, whose death everybody agrees is a tragedy, um, was shot in her bedroom. She wasn't. She was in the hall with her boyfriend um, when the pounding. They were watching a movie at like 1 o'clock in the morning, and when the pounding started, they both went into the hallway, and that's where she was shot, but... Uh, the claim police were at the wrong depart uh, at the wrong apartment.
0: That so so here's the story I heard. There, here's the story in my mind. Just kind of not paying that much attention to sure. it, just taking it in. Uh, she was she was. They went to the wrong apartment and they shot her in her bed. That's the story I heard. Correct. And so-called civil rights lawyer Benjamin Crump, who
1: is a race baiting greedhead and a whipper up of hatred. Uh, claimed, and I quote, and this is from the Louisville Courier-Journal, okay? Ben Crump, Florida-based attorney, blah, 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 wrote on Twitter that police had the wrong address and the real suspect was already in custody. And they uh, they obtained copies, the Courier-Journal, of all the search warrants um, as part of the narcotics investigation. There were five different addresses. Um, One was not executed, although it's not clear why. The ex-boyfriend was at a different street address. There was no wrong address involved. Our uh, rating is false claim. Police located their main suspect before going to Taylor's home. Uh, the the long story short is, well, yeah, because they had a bunch of stuff, a bunch of people they wanted to question and or search their places. Um, and moments before they contacted um, Brianna Taylor's apartment. Yeah, they rounded up the other guy, but it's irrelevant. They weren't looking for him at her apartment. They were looking for evidence of drug dealing and and uh, and the money involved. Um uh, and their rating is likely true, but more or less irrelevant. Claim Taylor was shot while she was asleep in the bed. Uh, Commonwealth attorney Tom Vine played partial recordings of police interviews with Walker, in which Walker told police that he and Taylor were in uh, were watching a movie in bed. They heard a loud bang at the door, scaring both, both of them. Walker said he initially thought it might have been Taylor's former boyfriend, but there was no response oh. when Taylor twice, twice called out, who is it? Then Walker said he grabbed his gun... Which is what I would have done. Legally registered, um, saying he was scared to death. I would have been. Uh, Taylor again yelled at the top of her lungs, asking who it was. Walker said in the recording, he said he was asking too. They got out of bed and were going toward the door when it came off its hinges. Walker uh, fired one shot, unable to see who he was shooting at. Police fired in response, striking Taylor multiple times. Our rating, false. They were in bed, but they got out of bed. They were in the hallway, and that is where she uh, passed away, unfortunately. Claim, Taylor was living with a drug dealer. Uh, Taylor shared her apartment with her younger sister. Neither Taylor nor Palmer have any history of drug offenses. Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, did not live in the apartment. According to the address listed on his arrest citation, he has no history of drug offenses, and Walker was not named in the search warrant. That is false. I
0: I heard that um, couple different conservative, like, youtube videos right yeah and by people that should know better
1: we do not test information we agree with nearly as rigorously as we test information we disagree with it's just the way human beings are Mm -hmm. made it's unfortunate um but part of the reason i'm doing this is uh, frankly when when quote unquote my side um and i use that term uncomfortably um when my side is throwing around crap as well as facts, it weakens the argument. It doesn't strengthen it. I don't want it. I don't want to accidentally, you know. I almost retweeted with a comment the Candace Owens thing, but then I thought, I want to check those those facts, and that's mm-hmm. what sent me down sure. this rabbit hole. Uh, claim body camera footage exists in Taylor's shooting.
0: Um. You know, and this this would be a, a great uh, test case for the whole um, the truth has no chance in the modern world studies in that very few people will hear, because very few people go to media that will give the other side. So just the opportunity for you to hear that uh, a particular piece of information you've gotten is wrong, it's just... You, you won't open yourself up to it, probably, most people. Right. Since right. you don't do this for a living.
1: And then there's an activist attorney, the one uh, Sean and I were discussing, who was on CNN. They gave him free reign. I and, mean, of course, not not any pushback, not the least pushback. They just let him spout his, his stuff and go on. Uh, among the other things he claimed, well, he claimed that um, there were 13 witnesses who were aware that something was going on. Only one of them... Um, said that he heard the police identify themselves. And the claim by this activist attorney that was repeated in the WAPO was that he only said that he heard that after on his third interview with the cops. And English isn't his first language, and that it's very highly suspect. Uh, this activist attorney also claimed in that same interview with CNN that the officer who was shot was hit by friendly fire. The claim gained traction after national criminal justice reform activist Sean King tweeted in uh, another crackpot, by the way. It is now believed the police officer got shot by his own uh, guys, blah, blah, blah. Uh, His partners were haphazardly emptying
0: their clips. They shot him. So that's why Daniel Cameron got into the whole caliber of the bullet thing.
1: Right, exactly. Uh, The Louisville uh, Courier-Journal's rating is false. Uh, In police interviews through his attorney, Walker's not disputed firing one round inside the apartment that he thought were intruders. Despite claims Mattingly was hit by friendly fire, the sergeant was struck by a 9-millimeter round, which none of his colleagues' guns could have fired. Um,
0: Blah, blah, blah. I know, you know, Rand Paul's been uh, arguing to end no-knock raids, and then they they already did in Kentucky, or they're looking into doing it there there in Kentucky Mm -hmm. as a state practice. I don't know the answer to this because I'm not in law enforcement. But uh, And, and I, I get the idea that you've got to, like, if you're going to get a bad guy sometimes, you can't, like, knock on the door and say, it's law enforcement. Look out the window and see our badge. Okay, we're going to give you a few minutes to uh, grab your guns and uh, get in a good position of uh, shooting, and then we'll come on in <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the front door. I understand why you can't do that, but, you know, for the less, um, you know, clear situations... Yeah, dang it. That scares the crap out of me. So how much time is there between the knock where the police and the door comes off the hinges while I decide, is it the police? How do I figure it out if it's the police? Should I get my gun? If I get my gun, is that going to be worse or better? Right. Like, what am I supposed to do here? Is the door already open at that point?
1: I don't even know. Well, and especially at one o'clock in the morning. Now, these folks are up watching a movie. You you pound on my door at one o'clock in the morning and shout simultaneously. It's the police. Let us in. Uh, you're going to have to be there for like 10 minutes saying
0: that before I wake up, hear it and comprehend it. I wake up really quickly, but it would be, if there would be, like I just said, some serious confusion on, is it, isn't it? How do I figure it out? How do I figure it out without getting shot? Should I have my gun Should I Hide my gun. No, I don't, I, w- I wouldn't know what to do.
1: Right, right. Uh, it's a tragic situation. Do you have and any
0: idea how much time there is between open, we up or the police? And, no.
1: And no, we've reached the limit of my knowledge on this topic. And it was it was a not an arrest warrant either. It was a search warrant.
0: And. Oh, my God, for a search warrant, I ought to have plenty of time to. Fi- I think I ought to have plenty of time. Of course, you'd be hiding stuff, I suppose, if it's a. I don't know. I don't know what the yeah, right answer and is.
1: And I don't know, you know, they may have thought the boyfriend was the old boyfriend who is a narcotics dealer. Mm-hmm. Um in which case it was a mistake, it ended up being a tragic one. But within um, could it have been served at noon in broad daylight, knock on the door hi, we're the Louisville
0: police, we have a warrant to search your premises. Right. That's what I always wonder. Can or we or it-
1: did they have legitimate belief that somebody might come out guns blazing? I don't know that. <sighs>
0: Well, I don't know. And how strong does your belief have to be in an innocent till proven guilty system? Um, do you get to assume I've got all this stuff and come in the middle of the night and scare the bejesus out of me and, and put us all in a dangerous situation? Legit question. I'd certainly rather you came. You know, call me. We want to search your house. We're headed there now. I would. Can we meet you there? Sure. Well, and as a citizen, not a subject,
1: a lover of liberty, and an un, and a person who understands that government power has to be limited, including the police. These are the questions I would like to hear discussed, and not yelling at each other on cable news. But we're outliers.
0: God, I would hate to ever be in that situation where they're pounding on the, somebody's pounding on the door, saying they're the police. Yeah. Oh my God, that'd be scary. Well, we need to take a break, but uh, uh, stay we've, with us. We've got very something very important to take a look at when we come back. Oh yeah. Uh, they're calling it Pantsgate. Is one of the most. Who is? Same hey, names. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know the story? Stay tuned.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The Armstrong and Getty
1: Show. Quick, Quick follow-up to the previous uh, segment, if you're listening to it. I retweeted this last night. It's by a guy I don't know his act, but I liked it. The depressing truth is that F the other side tweets get more likes than its really complicated tweets. Similarly, broadcasts that focus on the evils of the other side get more viewers or listeners in our case than those that analyze all the nuances of various policy proposals. Hate is addictive. Well, we rarely ask you to do anything around here on the Armstrong and Getty show, but we try to. I mean, we're unquestionably and proudly conservative, pro-cop and all sorts of stuff, libertarians, the rest of it. We have a point of view, and I'll I'll state precisely what my point of view is and why I'm here advocating for it. On the other hand... We'd like you to have something close to a complete picture of what's happening. If you like that idea, please tell your friends or or Badger, your local station manager, to put us on or whatever. Thank you. End of request. Now, some more highbrow, complete... B- unbiased coverage of a b- 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 important
0: news story. Well, we're about to do maybe the most lowbrow thing we've ever done on this show, and that is saying something if you've listened to us for decades, because we've done some fairly lowbrow things. I mean, like, we're going to get into, before the Supreme Court thing, textualism versus originalism. We're going to talk to Craig, the Obamacare lawyer, about the ins and outs of Obamacare. You know, some serious stuff. Indeed. We're also going to do this. Jerry Nadler, who is a big deal uh congressperson, Democrat, And chair of, or uh, is he a, he's a congressperson. Yeah. And he is uh, uh, a co-chair of one of your major committees and will be involved in the Supreme Court thing and all that. Um, But this story came out yesterday. I believe him to be one of the worst human beings in Congress. He's the one that said Antifa's a myth a couple of weeks ago. Right, for instance. Uh, Town Hall, which is a conservative uh, news website, said, did Jerry Nadler have an accident on live television? Okay, so I bit on that headline and took a look at the video, and something happens. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's speaking. Jerry Nadler is standing to her side. Uh, He's supposed to be speaking also, and then let's watch the video and get an idea. You can uh, determine for yourself what you think happens here. Okay, he's speaking. So at the, he's at the podium. Okay, he's he's leaving the podium. Yeah. He's stepping up. Oh, he kind oh. of goes up
1: on one foot, weirdly.
0: Yeah, with a... Yeah, yeah, he went up on yeah. Yeah. one... So now Nancy's waddling. Now Nancy's at the podium. He's standing next to Nancy. And now he's going to leave the stage in a weird way. Watch this. members of Congress that are contained... In, in the he tried try to one cheaper uh, oh he's putting away his notes into uh, his jacket now he's got a weird look on his face standing kind of funny and now he is shuffling on this subject
1: not part of this package
0: but well, he either has terrible matter. balance and mobility and issues and uh, that's not the way he walks according to t- like town hall said we know how you walk we've um, seen you walk like every day. Committee. Wow, he so what waddled there? off taking tiny steps. Now, this is really uncool and lowbrow, but regardless, uh, what do you think happened there, Sean? I believe there was a bit of a crop dusting uh, attempt, <laughs> and uh, he didn't realize that the. the uh, he was he now? He was. Uh, the, the wrong substance was loaded. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. And I think, yes, I, I, yeah. yeah. And then it
1: seems to be. You, he's... you have not earned the trust to go on. And, no. no. And you were there. Done but here. the grace of God
0: goes <laughs> me in a public situation when I'm his age. I have had older friends who, who
1: repeat uh, the three things an older guy has to know. If you've heard it, you've heard it. If you haven't, I'm not going to say it now. Uh, but uh, one of them is never trust
0: a flatulence. Um, that's good advice, right there. Yeah. That <laughs> is uh, that's that's unfortunate. Why we are I now in that? a constitutional
1: crisis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now that's funny. <laughs> I,
1: I believe Jerry Nadler to be an awful human being, and I hope he did. Okay, you ho- so that what I hope he did.
0: I hope he did what you're suggesting he did. How would you <laughs> I think he's that? got it coming. Oh, okay. You want like you think that's a punishment? This is some sort of <laughs> karma. Yes.
1: Uh. I don't know. I don't think there's anything that logical or reasonable about why I think that. I just
0: think it because I dislike him. Somebody tweeted out the video and said Jerry Nadler swallowed himself. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's cool either. Did, uh... <laughs> wow. Was he known for that? <laughs> Are they just saying he's a piece of? Yeah, I think it's a synonym. It's a bit it's of a, an obscure reference. Yeah, it's not cool. Swalwell. No, no matter how you look at it, it's not cool. Swalwell. well And I would like to distance myself from this whole thing. So he's so, uh,
1: among uh, other serious. serious so you brought it up. Serious yeah. fare. Uh, we have all sorts of
0: important stories
1: about the world around us, but the multi, multi Emmy winning Spitz Creek show is a plagiarist. What? Yes. Stay with us. Okay.
0: Armstrong and Getty.